Hi guys, for my topic, I chose serial killers and if an abusive childhood led them to do the things that they did. Um, so diving into this, I wanted to just go over a couple of points. In this, we're not just looking at serial killers who did in fact have a documented abusive childhood. We're going to be looking at serial killers who had a very normal childhood and adult life. Um, it's very important to see both sides of the spectrum because you don't want to think this person has an abusive childhood they're instantly going to grow up to be a serial killer because that is not true. A serial killer is, is just anyone. It, it's not necessarily a group of people who were abused or were not abused. It can be absolutely anyone. So with that being said, I actually had gotten to speak with the local FBI here in Kentucky. And that agent... had specifically told me, you know, that's something that's important to look at. We have to look at things from the abusive side and then the non-abusive side. That being said, um, one of the sources that I actually didn't get to use in my research, but now that I have researched the topic more, um, is called Vocal.media. The name of the article is Serial Killers That Were Sexually Abused. So it kind of goes into depth um, about a couple of different serial killers. Um, one that I wanted to speak about was Aline. She was the world famous female serial killer. She hated men. She killed seven men while she was working as a prostitute. And she had became totally unhinged by the time that she was arrested. So this happened because she was sexually assaulted. Um, she was offering sexual services for cigarettes. She had fallen pregnant by her own grandfather at 14. Um, her grandfather was raping her. She was in the custody of her grandparents, and her grandfather was constantly raping her. So, with all things considered, she killed these men because while she was a prostitute, she was not mentally there. She wasn't mentally capable of consent due to the emotional damage that she had received as a child. She was very emotionally damaged. She was very mentally damaged. She was believed to have thought she was being sexually assaulted the entire time she was engaging in sexual acts as a prostitute. So that is why she killed most of the men that she was having sexual relations with due to her prostitution. Um, another one we have to look at is Charles Manson. He was sexually assaulted as a child. His mother would actually sell him out to people for pitchers of beer. So someone would offer to buy her pitchers of beer. She would sell her son for that beer. She was a very, very hardcore alcoholic. Um, his childhood was not ideal. So another one we have to look at that's extremely important would have to be John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy had killed 33 men. Um, he found these men and he would take them home and he would murder them. And possibly there was more than 33. So, um, he is no stranger to the abuse, physical, sexual, and verbally. Um, his father was a very hardcore alcoholic who would beat all of his children. And his main focus was always on John Wayne Gacy. He always would beat him. So, John Wayne Gacy also has another name called Pogo the Clown. So, when he dressed up as Pogo the Clown, he states that he was feeling like he was giving these children joy. And the jo it was the joy that he never experienced. Um, so... A lot of people are saying, and John Wayne Gacy also said that his father never sexually abused him, but a neighbor did. Um, 
but his father did physically abuse him. So his father did play some part in it. Another thing that we really have to look at here is why did these serial killers just snap and become serial killers? It's a trigger. Every person has a trigger. Um, you have to think of it from yourself. You may not be a serial killer and may not have those tendencies or, or those wants or desires. Um, but certain things may trigger you and upset you. For instance, myself, I have suffered um, infertility and two miscarriages. So just sometimes if someone mentions, you know, mine and my husband's deceased children, it makes me sad. It makes me cry. Um, that is my trigger my my children are my trigger. So we have we have to think of this as a lot of the times, you know, John Wayne Gacy, Eileen, and Charles Manson, uh, they all had triggers. Now, John Wayne Gacy's trigger um, was probably a lot different than Charles Manson's and vice versa. Um, same with Eileen's. Um, we, but we have to look at them as they have triggers. So another website that I had actually used for some research was A&E TV with an article called How to Explain Serial Killers Who Came from Good Homes. So two of the serial killers that I want to discuss that came from very good homes are Dennis Rader. He is known as a sexual sadist. He also taunted police and journalists for decades. He would sign the letters BTK for Bond, Torture, Kill. That was his murder method. Um, he killed at least 10 people between 1974 and 1991. He was not caught until 2005. And the world was actually shocked. Um, when people figure out how ordinary of a life he had, his father worked as an operator for a utility company. Um, his father was strict, but he was not mean. Um, Dennis had a very normal childhood. He grew up and married his high school sweetheart, um, had children together. His kids didn't even know um, that he had these types of tendencies because he was that great of a father. Um, it kind of really just happened, which sometimes these offenders just spring out of nowhere. Um, another one that we really need to talk about is Randy Kraft. Now, this one came from a very, very good home. Um, he was actually super intelligent. As a child, he had an IQ of 129. He took accelerated classes in high school. He attended a male, a male college um, as a top it was a top tier liberal arts school. He, he was very, very, very intelligent. He killed 64 people. When they did a brain scan of him, his frontal lobe was perfect. It was functioning normally. Now, most serial killers, we will see there's some sort of defect in the, in the frontal lobe. Um, but his was perfect. So when you're thinking about this and you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to understand that a serial killer is not going to just be a group of people that were abused or a group of people that were not abused. It's all mixed in. Um, you know, for instance, I have some very good friends that had some very terrible childhoods and it breaks my heart to hear about them, but they grew up to be law abiding citizens who do not have those desires, but that's not the same for everyone. There is something psychological that is connected that we may just not know about yet. Um, 
but I thought it was very interesting to see how a man with a perfect childhood went to a very, very good school with an IQ of 129, killed 64 people. But you have someone like Charles Manson, um, who had a very political, religious thing going on, but also had a very abusive childhood, had killed the amount of people that he did. So it makes you really wonder um, about these types of things.